<laughs> hey. Take three. Take, <laughs> like, take six, take eight, whatever it is. <laughs> Holy smokes. Hmm. What is it? The, the bigger the struggle, the, the sweeter the reward? Yes, exactly. That means this is going to be the best podcast ever. Ever in life, ever. <laughs> uh cool all right well ladies and gentlemen uh thank you for tuning in this is the david hughes podcast i apologize about the name that was the most creative thing i could come up with where i will be interviewing different people that i know um starting with my workmates everything and i'm super 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 excited because my very first guest ever on this show is the one only miss ashley day yeah Oh, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So I'm going to spare a little bit of an introduction and uh, we'll kind of get into it and let everyone else find out who Ashley Day is. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm scared for everyone. So uh, well, let's, let's start off with this um, as a good intro. Yeah. We'll let everyone else find out how, who you are the same way I did. Uh, how do we know each other? How do we know each other? Yeah. David and I, we run a gym together. It's really cool. It's called Soldier Fit. Um, we kind of got thrown into a fire last July and just been <laughs> rocking it out ever since. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, man. Now I think about it when you said thrown into the fire, it was kind of a, that was kind of a trip. Yeah, it was. And so here like, we are, and now we're in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, here we are in quarantine, doing this over the phone. Yeah. Um, no, it's wild because when I remember when I first decided to come back, or when we mm-hmm. when we got it all figured out, yeah. um, I was talking to Russell, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, I got this this girl you're gonna be working with. She's uh super dope. She's got a crazy story and everything." And I'm like, "All right, mm-hmm. cool. Like, what what does that mean? You know?" Yeah. And then uh, Facebook stalked you a little bit. I, yes, as you do. Yep. <laughs> so we talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Facebook style people, man. I, I want to know who I'm talking to. And yeah. well, as I think it was a Facebook message. And then all of a sudden yeah. we got introduced to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I good. was doing some part-time stuff elsewhere and it was a wild start for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, uh, I was there for like three or four weeks before he came full time. And so he was doing his one gig during the day and then showing up in the evenings and trying to, you know, clean up my messes and all the messes that went on during the day. So <laughs> it was, it was a very exciting time. <laughs> and there, and there was blood spilled our very like first week working. Together. Oh shoot. So, I forgot. Yeah. 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 We had an unfortunate thing where somebody tripped and fell and, and hit their head and it, yeah, it was our first week. Yep. It was it might be like one of our first full days. So, <laughs> you know, we we don't do anything easy. We like to do everything in difficult way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Actually, like, um, so we kind of got an idea how we know each other and everything. So, um, trying to get to to get into the meat and potatoes of who Ashley Day is. Now, as far as I have known you, mm-hmm. um, you've always been defined pretty much by this competition that you're you're striving towards yes kind of kind of tell me about what what is it you're you're striving for and what has been the experience so far so um i am in my first ever prep 
for my first ever NPC bikini show. So that is bodybuilding. Um, it should have been on March 29th, no, 28th, excuse me, but um, it obviously got canceled due to, you know, the virus. So we have extended the prep and I am now, I don't know, 20 weeks. No, no, no. Maybe 16, 17, 18 weeks or something into a prep that should have been about 15 weeks. So, um, yeah. So we're kind of hoping for June, but I'm not even sure of that now. So we'll see. It's April 10th right now. And and the competition was supposed to happen on when? Uh, March 28th. March 28th. And it's April 10th now. So Yeah. Yeah. It's all Um, good. (laughs) It's all good. We're just out here nice and lean. (laughs) Hanging out. Um. So yeah, I remember when we got in together, uh, like we started working together and everything. Um, mm-hmm. You and uh, Amelia were like kind of the reasons why I started on my whole like regime of like drinking a gallon of water and staying yeah. super regimented. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody likes his beer. Yeah, um, I'm a beer head for sure. Yes. <laughs> and so we were like, let's switch the beer for some water. So now David drinks his his water all the time, and it's awesome. And we take turns having to run to the bathroom during meetings. Right. So it's really great. Love it. Um. Well, cool. Well, let's uh let's dive into now that we kind of know where you're at right now. Let's uh yeah. let's dive into a little more of everything else here. So, um, go ahead and tell me like where are you from? Where did Ashley start her her beginnings? I am from a little town called Mount Airy here in Maryland, uh, born and raised. I actually was born, born in Frederick, right down the road from where I'm currently living now. Um, but yeah, born and raised in Mount Airy and haven't moved up very far since. <laughs> so like just pretty much stayed here the whole time. Yeah, I did. I um, lived, we lived in the same house my entire life. Um, the only time I left was I went to college in Ohio randomly um but other than that stayed in the same space it's so wild because i'm actually an implant to this place right like i came from north carolina Mm -hmm. and after college i moved up to germantown and this is when i started getting mixed into this kind of crew up here and i've kind of noticed that it's it's weirdly like not clickish in a bad way but i mean like i started meeting people and meeting everything and everything was brand new to me and everyone was like oh yeah i know them or i know this place and i was like so weird it's kind of it's it's very much like that and now that we now that I'm in the soldier fit family I mean they're Frederick company and so it's so odd I get friend requests from people you know that I knew from just living at home and now they're connected through soldier fit it's like everybody is very interconnected um so I it's it's very small towny so Maryland's so small I guess it kind of really is. It's very little. So maybe, I don't know. So when you grew up here, I'm assuming you went to school and everything in this area. Was there anything Mm -hmm. different or anything like that? Did you, wait, you you said you went out of state for college, right? I did. I ended up going to college in Ohio. So when I graduated high school, I had no direction whatsoever, which was to my father's dismay. My dad was a, a teacher for 45 years. So he was like, you need to go to college. And I was like, I'm just going to work at the Gap. Um, so I was working at the Gap. And um, my one of my really close childhood friends, 
her family was from Ohio. And after we graduated high school, they kind of moved back up there to be near her mom's family. Um, And I went to visit her in Ohio over the summer. And um, she lived right by Kent State. And they had a fashion merchandising program. And I was like, hey, that sounds kind of cool. Applied. And two months later, I was living in Ohio. Chasing fashion merchandising. Yeah, fashion merchandising. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising. And I work for a gym. (laughs) Well, it would probably explain why you have the dopest shoes there. So, Mm -hmm. I mean. uh... (laughs) Heck, yeah. Um, Yes, so. So you went to school for fashion merchandising mm-hmm. in Ohio. And yeah. how did that turn into, how did that turn into the gym? Like how, like uh, where, where does it, where does that all come from? Gosh. So after just to try it kind of brief, um, after I got out of school, I worked for Nordstrom for a long time, like six years. And then fast forward and my aunt opened a jewelry store. And I was running that with her and my father passed away. I have had some pretty bad habits. I ballooned up to 230 pounds. I was drinking pretty much every single day to the point of like blackout drunk. Um, and it was just really bad. So finally decided to get my ish together. I went to therapy. I got sober um, and just kind of fell in love with the, moving my body and just finding ways um, to kind of self-medicate, but in a healthy way. So I lost over a hundred pounds and I started actually training, um, lifting weights with Amy. She is a trainer out of um, our Frederick location. And we actually went to school all through school together as well. Um, And I decided to get my PT cert. Danny found out Danny is what the CEO of soldier fit. And he was like, Hey, you want a job? And it took me, uh, from like November when I got my cert till June to pull the trigger, but then I did. And here we are. So yeah, that's <laughs> kind a, of crazy, but why not? That's a wild, wild way to get it. And I know that, um, at the gym, like I I'm always, you know, I was like to show off everyone who's got any type of success mm. there, which uh, I know Getchy hates so much, but, um, yes, <laughs> uh, but you know, when so- you're a world record holder in squats, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> she's already shaking her head. Right you out. I know, she's like, she's like former, former, doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, you, I know you casually kind of like, glazed over um you know this huge monumental thing in your life and at the gym i like to highlight your photo because uh one it depicts the reality of how you get from you know an unhealthy state to a healthy state but i also um like show it off to people because it's such an like aesthetically speaking looking at it it's such a, a shocker you know yeah um kind of crazy it uh in that in your before photo like how would you kind of describe that it's so bizarre because I, it's really funny. I was looking through, I was going to post a, a transformation Tuesday picture or something on Instagram the other day. And I went through my, went back like in my camera to like a couple years ago. And it's almost like I don't recognize myself. Right. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I kind of, it's weird. You kind of forget 
you forget what that felt like when um so someone listening uh so you said before you were what 210 i was 230 and yeah and i was i'm 5'3 so as you can imagine i was pretty rotund individual um (laughs) what what would you say uh or what where are you currently at now uh, right now, because I'm in prep, I'm at 118. So you can kind of gauge how much was like that. So like, a, like an entire human worth of weight. <laughs> so describe to me a little bit on how, what was the, uh, obviously it's a, it's a slow process that you go mm-hmm. through and everything, but I remember you were saying that there was some, some pretty big, um, uh, I don't want to say side effects, but like results from that rapid weight or not the rapid but that weight loss um you said you had to go through uh um, my surgery yeah so yeah i mean it for every single person is different because it can depend it depends on genetics it depends on how long you're overweight all those things but obviously when you have stretched out your skin with all that you know all the fat and everything it's not just going to come back down like you know and tighten back up. So I had loose skin specifically around my abdomen. Um, and also I had had large boobs my whole life. Um, and it was very uncomfortable. So, um, I ended up getting a extended tummy tuck and a breast reduction and lift, um, just to get rid of that loose skin. And that happened, which is really, I think it was March 30th, uh, two years ago. That's... Three years ago. So, yeah. So, these are all, like, major things that people don't really see when you see, like, you know, um, these transformation photos and stuff like that. No. Um, right. Now, and I know we've kind of talked about it before. So, obviously, you decided to take your health and control. Yeah. But taking control of your health and stepping on stage and being judged aesthetically is, are two different things. Like, it's... what made you want to do um, so weird. the competition? So funny. So when I first, so when I first lost the weight and I remember vividly for whatever reason, I was like on Instagram or whatever. And I would see these girls in these bikini competitions and I'm like, Oh my gosh, ew. Like I never want to be, you know, <laughs> that muscular and that lean. Like I, I like my curves. Cause I'm not like a, a stick figure. I mean, I am now, but you know, I just, <laughs> I didn't like that look. It was too hard of a look for me. And then for some reason, it just started evolving in my head. And it wasn't so much about the look. And it really is not the look for me. Because for me, I love feeling strong. And right now, I don't feel super strong. Because when you're this lean, you know, it's a give and take situation. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, I need and I'm the type of person where I'm very all or nothing. So I was like, I kind of want to do this to have a goal. And then I can never do anything just like halfway. I have to like do it all the way. And I have to do it 110%. So I I don't know. It just kind of evolved. I decided to start working with my coach. And I've been with my coach for over a year now. And um, we spent the first year getting my calories up and actually putting weight on me. Because... Um, I had, when I lost my weight initially, I was not strength training at all. I was doing mostly cardio and yoga. So I had 
not too much muscle. <laughs> so we had to put muscle on, put fat on, and now we stripped it off to get on stage. And it's all because I'm insane and I need an insane goal. <laughs> that's that's just the, the 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 bottom line. So um something I thought was I know we've talked about it a little bit, but this has been also something I think is often very confused to the average person that's looking on Instagram or enters the gym. So right now, when we look at you, it's like, holy smokes, you are like ripped. (laughs) Um, And when we see that kind of stuff on, you know, in photos and all this kind of stuff and, you know, you're on the beach or whatever like that, um, kind of explain to me, like, because I literally have never been in this position before. I've done all kinds of training and stuff, but I've never actually stepped on stage. What is the difference between, um, you know, looking like you are right now, this, this, everyone, this epitome of everything versus like, uh, a sustainable kind of like weight that I would say more like sustainable for the average person, like, like a life. So there's like lifestyle lean and then there's stage. And I think that the, the difference is a lot for me is you, to me, a lifestyle lean person, you see them in person and they're like, you're like, yeah, they look good. A stage lean person, you see them in person, you're like, ew, they look (laughs) sick. They look sick. Because literally, I like to look at, this is how my coach kind of looks at it. And I kind of adopted this way of doing it because I think it makes a lot of sense to me in my head. Like, for me, this is my uniform. Mm -hmm. This is my sport. Right now, I have my uniform on. When I come out of it, I'm going to put back on my lifestyle, my normal body. That doesn't mean I'm going to balloon up to like 50 more pounds or something, but to be this lean is not fun. I'm telling you right now, um, I'm not eating a whole lot. My strength in the gym is way down simply because you can't move a lot of weight. If you're very lean, your body just won't let you do it. Um, it's very strict. I mean, I'm a pretty strict on my diet, even when I'm not in competition season. Um, I'm pretty meticulous. It's kind of, I have OCD. So this is kind of one of those ways <laughs> that I get to have, have my OCD and have it be okay. You have to be a little OCD to be a bodybuilder, but um, it's not fun. It's not sustainable. Um, and honestly, it's not healthy. So and it's just for a look it's for one day literally that's why um extending your prep is a little difficult because especially for females you should not stay this lean this long it's not good for your hormones it's not good for your body um so it's it's just for a look and in pictures it might look good but honestly in person if you see me i'm very small um honestly I was I was just thinking because when you said that I remember when you first got like right before everything shut down and you, we were like you were on the home stretch and we had um we had a meeting and I remember in this meeting we, uh, things got a little stressful and <laughs> oh my god I lost my mind a little bit because I, I kept looking at you and all I saw was like it, I could have sworn like tears were pooling up in your eyes and I throw up a blanket around you and just tell you it was okay. <laughs> It's very, and, and they will, if everybody's told, told you, like, so, cause, okay. Another thing about me is when I like, I'm into something, I read everything about it. I research everything about it. I listen to podcasts. I, you know, anything and everything I can, I want to learn about it. And they tell you how you're going to feel. 
And I will tell you right now, you do not know until till you're this lean. Um, if you, my poor boyfriend's been dealing with this this whole time, <laughs> and now he's quarantined with it. Um, you're very, you're very moody. You're very tired. Like this afternoon, I just crashed, um, and I had to sleep for like a half an hour. And it's not, I can't complain because this is a choice that I'm making, and I. That's another thing I promised myself I was going to try not to take it out on others. Um, mm especially the hunger, which honestly I've gotten used to. It's really not a big deal for me. The crappiest part about the whole thing is my lack of energy because I love to be active. Right. Um, so I, I think one cool thing that, uh, I have seen that it's been, I, I can never have this effect on people as a, I think as a male, um, just looking the way I do and, and my experience and everything versus you, you know, especially when talking to females and stuff, one of the cool things that I think has happened since you have um, started being, you know, pretty open with your experience is I've seen so many females like, like spark up and all of a sudden their interest in everything we're, we're trying to do, like just blows up and they're like, give me all the information that you have. <clears throat> so yeah. if, if uh, somebody out there is listening and they're like, man, I want to be like you, what, what kind of advice would you give them as far as like a health thing versus like, you know, what you're actually going through? Uh, um, rather than, so I guess really establishing um, a strong mindset around why. Mm. Why do you want to do this? Um, because if you don't know your own personal why, if you are doing this for somebody else or um you know, for outside reasons, you're not going to make it. Um, because I even now, um, especially with everything going on, there's been days where I've sat down and I'm like, why am I really doing this? Like, this is pointless. I just want to eat brownies <laughs> and sit on my butt while everyone else is watching Tiger King. I'm out here doing fasted cardio. Like, why am I doing this? There's no point. Um, and then I remind myself because I'm that be but anyway you have to have a mindset like that um also if you're trying to make changes in your life they have to come from a place of self-love they can never come from a place of um dislike or hate for yourself um it won't be a lasting change that way so many times in my life I've struggled with my weight pretty much my whole life and I and I always have wanted to change for the wrong reasons. Um, and finally, this last time, I think why it stuck is I finally realized like, I can love myself at any stage and still want to be better. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I, think I think about that's it so, so, so important for um, anyone to hear. Cause I, I can think of just so many people I've spoken to where I was like, that what you just said, literally, I wish I could box that up and hand it to them and be like, seriously, take this to heart. Um, and, you know, in, in some of the stuff that you and I have spoken before, you were, you know, saying that in the past that you actually hated physical activity before when you were younger. I did. Oh, my gosh. I did. Like I told you, like I've said before, if I had a choice between breaking my leg or going to gym class, I would want to break my leg. Like I hated it so much. But finding finding a way that you that makes you happy to move um, is so 
stinking important. I love it. I absolutely. And also not having a all or nothing mentality. I had that for the longest time. That's more so around food because that was one of my main struggles also um, is you don't have to eat a hundred percent wonderful a hundred percent of the time. Like you can have cookies, just have a bowl <laughs> and and work towards your goal. Oh man. I was just thinking of how many times I've done it where uh when I first learned about cheat meals. And so if everybody doesn't know oh God. it's like this thing where you know you do really, really well, you get some results and everything, but to make sure that you don't go crazy, you eat a cheat meal, which gives you satisfaction. Yeah. And again, it's a cheat meal. And I have turned that Mm-hmm. like a cheat weekend before and I came back twice as big and I was like what, what? Yeah. <laughs> um yep so um but back on to um uh some of the stuff because uh again I when I when I talk about this stuff I have a couple people in mind actually that I wish I could have you speak to them instead when you have somebody who's struggling and they come in and they're like I want to lose 20 pounds I want to lose 50 pounds I want to get down to this because you know like I don't enjoy shopping for clothes anymore. I'm not confident anymore. Um, and, you know, especially if you're listening to this and you hear this and, and it kind of resonates with you. Like, I, I know that when I, the people I've spoken to speak these things, I can see in their eyes often that something that's a little mm-hmm. painful. When you yeah, say, you say something like it needs to come from a place of self-love coming from a perspective that, you know, I think that, women in this country have the, this impossible image that, you know, is constantly flaunted out around in front of them. And then when you're looked at, you know, potential health issues that you might have or things where you're like, I need to make a correction. Um, how would you, sub- how would you tell a, another female or another person in general, mm. how do you find that self love like activity or how do you change your mindset into being like, Hey, I am okay. I just need to be, you know, make a couple changes here and there. I think it is a whole person, the whole individual um, package. So basically, I had to get mentally well before I could even think about getting physically well, um, which is why I pretty much started the journey with therapy. Um, And I think that's what people really need to handle first Because all of these things stem from psychological, you know, issues, traumas, things like that, that we have. So my first thing is, you know, what makes you feel like you want to make these changes? Why do you want to make these changes? And then kind of finding the root of the issue and, you know, what's creating these habits, because we don't just, we aren't we're born as babies, you know, as toddlers and things we eat when we're hungry, we stop when we're full, we don't have these psychological issues when it comes to food, those things are happen to us throughout life. So I think my first, my first step usually is, you know, kind of maybe trying to identify what things, not just the food itself, or not just the issue with exercise or whatever it is, what is what is really going on? Um, and kind of help them work through it that way. And if I can't, obviously, I think it's very important that they, they speak to, you know, a professional that can, because if they're not right in their head, they're not going to be able to get right anywhere Hmm. else. That's, uh, yeah. It goes to show like, you know, like really like what, what happens on the inside really does affect 
you know yeah it's performance totally, in general totally and it's and it's not about you know we all want to be shredded and have abs and all that stuff but there's things that are about us that are we're so much more than that so <laughs> also finding self-love is about you know thinking about the things about us beyond our physical self that make us special or that bring us fulfillment um so finding starting from the inside out and i think yoga helped me with that too honestly starting out my my physical journey with a lot of yoga and mindfulness um helped um i think that's one thing that i i think it's one reason why you and i have worked so well together is um kind of your thought process towards a lot of stuff because i know that when we you and i get into stressful situations um i usually just yeah. kind of sit there <laughs> and if it's depending <laughs> on the news that it is you you know you take your route i have my moment <laughs> i have guys i have a moment like and he knows this now david david is very receptive and perceptive and that is another reason we work well together is he lets me have my mini tantrum and then we work through it after that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, that was a it was a quick learning curve for me. <laughs> yeah, he did really, he did really well though. Really, really, really but well. um, so what, you know, the, one of the things that when you and I work together and we go through these things, you always have this this attitude that I've always um, I've always admired, where it's. Mm -hmm. Things will go down and I'll like in my mind, I'll be like, okay, cool. I need to say something about X, Y, and Z to support, you know, this type of issue we're running into. And before you can usually say it, you usually give me a smile and you're like, it'll be okay. Don't worry. Even if I can tell yeah. that you're just like saying it to say it, you've like, you always fall back to this, this, this place of being like, all right, I'm going to dust myself off and let's do this. Um. Yeah you have to and and i and i know when we were talking to before you were saying about um that you're either a hell yes or a hell no kind of person right yeah so when we're presented yeah. with these issues and everything so there's no middle ground and <clears throat> something about trusting your struggle and stuff like that how would you tell somebody especially in this time that we're in how would you kind of coach somebody going through something that's not in their favor So, um, basically growing up, um, a lot of my issues are rooted in the fact that my dad had a very rare kidney disease. So he was very ill my entire life. Um, and I, when I was young, I, I asked why a lot, you know, because my dad was an amazing person, you know, I'm pretty biased, but he's probably one of the best people I've ever met mm. in my entire life. Um, and so when I would ask why I would just get so angry and be like, you know, it's not fair and da da da. da. And I kind of finally figured out and learned that um, it's not for us to ask why. Um, a lot of times you won't find an answer or the answer that comes to you is not comforting anyway, at least not for me. So I choose to see things that are a struggle. I always, I say to myself, trust your struggle. So basically what you're going through now is meant to teach you some type of lesson. Like you're not just going through it, um, 
because the universe has it out for you. It's literally that you need to learn this lesson. And also you may not even learn why or the meaning of the lesson for a long time. It may take years. Um, There's still things that have happened to me that I'm still like, what the heck? But I do have the faith that eventually I will understand why and that it was meant to give me some type of strength in that moment. So if you're struggling right now, A, know that, think about it, in all the other struggles you've had in your life, you've come out the other side, right? Yes, otherwise you wouldn't Hmm. still be here. So have comfort in that. Um, And then B, when you do come out of the other side, A, you're stronger, B, you are going to learn, have learned something from it, hopefully. That's the way you have to look at it anyway. That's the way I look when, at it. You know, um, <clears throat> when we met earlier, you know, kind of prepped the stuff, as you were saying this stuff, like just hearing that process and knowing that you've come through what you have, um, it gave me a huge, like a ridiculously huge sense of relief in the sense that like you can't change anything that's happening right now, you know? whether or not, even if you, even if you cause the situation that you're going through, like, like none of us can actually directly change that moment, but knowing that this is going to be a part of your story regardless. And knowing that, like, when I come through it, like what you were saying, you know, this is going to teach me something or I'm going to be something else, you know, having a, having a, um, I, I saw this one poster one time that said it the best way, uh, play the hand you're dealt like it's the one you wanted. And yeah. hearing you say it the way you have, like, just gave me a huge sense of peace, especially in this craziness that's happening in the world right now, man. Like, oh my god, yeah, I know yeah. you and I kind of talk about it every now and then where I read too much, and you're like, What? No, <laughs> David gives me anxiety. <laughs> like, I, I live in this is it's so weird for me to say because I am a very I'm kind of type A in certain ways, but in other ways, I'm very the opposite. So in this whole situation with, you know, coronavirus or whatever, I'm living under a rock purposely. Like I literally, <laughs> we don't have cable. We, I watch Hulu and Netflix. Um, if I'm on social media, it's literally posting about fitness and nutrition and I'm studying my precision nutrition and I'm just zoned out. Like, I just don't want to know because I have such severe anxiety <laughs> for things like this. Like I know if I, if I go down that rabbit hole, I will just never, you know, every little cough, sniffle, sneeze of all my allergies. Uh, I think I I'm have just thinking how messed up this is. Cause I even know this, like how you handle stress and I know we're talking, I'm like, Hey, did you hear about this? <laughs> we okay. Full disclosure: David and I have met up like one time since this whole thing started, and he started telling me something about <laughs> it, and I started asking questions because naturally I am curious. Like I do want to know things. So this is not all on David. He didn't just come like verbal vomit all this stuff and freak me out. But I was like asking questions, and I got home and. My boyfriend was like, "What is wrong with you?" I was like, "Oh, oh coronavirus! I'm dying! I'm dying!" <laughs> Which I'm not trying to make light of the situation. It's very serious, and I'm taking it very seriously. But I just, for me, my mental sanity—like, I right, can't focus right. On. You know, it's. I think you have a, a definitely a healthier perspective on how to handle this situation um, that is happening and stuff. I, I don't know if it's healthy, but you know, what is it? Ignorance and bliss. <sighs> So I'm just going to hang out. As long out as you're quarantined right now. Yeah, as long as you're staying home. It's, it's as you want. 
be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go outside and walk the dog and, and once a week we go to the grocery store. <laughs> um so on to uh uh <laughs> trying to break away from current events and everything here when you when you walk into the gym or, or if somebody walks into the gym and and they're like hey i was i was talking to somebody about this place and everything i'm always like what did they look like and they're like man i don't know and the very first thing that i always say is i put my hand up to my head and i'm like does she have shaved head and like, oh, yeah, yeah, or they don't and then i immediately know so <clears throat> I don't know. Ashley, it, it looks super dope though. Um, there's just the, the full side of your head. It's it's the it's like a chunk on the right side of my head. Shaved off, gone. Um, is shaved. Shaved off. Yes. Randomly I decided because I so back in the day, I colored my hair every single color under the rainbow. It's been pink, it's been blue, it's been red. <laughs> It's been black. It's been blonde. And so finally now that I'm 33, I'm like, I need to chill out on the colors. So I shaved the side of my head. It's been like that for like two or three years now. So it's not like a new development, but um, now it's kind of stuck and everybody kind of, it's, it's a, what is it? A defining characteristic. So I'm just going to cool. go with it. It looks good though. It looks good. It kind of gives you that extra. Yeah. It gives me the edge because I'm like the least edgy <laughs> individual ever. So it at least makes me look cool. And I hope maybe it makes me less approachable yeah. in the gym. Because I try to have RBS, not in our gym, but like, right. you know, in our gym, I want to be approachable. <laughs> Just so you know, if, if we were ever in a gym together and you didn't have headphones on and you gave like, you know, the body language of being like, Hey, I'm not like going to bite your head off. I probably would have come over and been like, Hey, just so you know, I think your, your hair is super cool. Like, I think it's dope. Which is funny. That is so people say that to me all the time. And it's always the people that you would never expect. <laughs> like Karen, the soccer mom at target will stop me and be like, I love your hair. I wish I could do that to mine. I'm like, let's do it. Let's go. Give me I I'll say clippers over there yes like you know you know i give a mean haircut do you you cut a jose's hair no actually jose and i've been joking about that because he obviously he can't go get a haircut right now um i don't think he's gotten desperate enough yet in fact we saw a guy with a man bun the other day and we were (laughs) contemplating that he's like maybe i'll just let it grow but um we're getting to that point you know, if, y'all, y'all guys. If he if he gets around and, and you do that for him, um, let me know so that way I, I need to know if I can if I can book I an appointment or not. Right, I you haven't been getting your your biweekly haircuts now that we're not at the. I'm just gonna, just gonna cut it all off. Me. Amanda's gonna have to take. I'm just up gonna the have slack. to come in with whatever, man. I'm just gonna shave my head. Um, just, I, I know. Another funny thing that I think is uh. Uh, this was one of the very first things I discovered about you. Um, oh, when good news happens, you can just see the joy radiate off your face. When bad happens, you can see the joy permeate through the fake smile. <laughs> <laughs> or the, I'm sorry, the, the, the anxiety <laughs> come through the things. Oh my gosh! Yes, I have zero face. <laughs> None. Like it's it, when I was little. I was the best kid, but that's what I always got in trouble for. My facial expressions and rolling my eyes. 
I I can't help myself. Just like you said, you could read my face in that meeting. Oh, yeah. I, 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 like the minute I feel something, it's <laughs> on my face. Like there's no, I, I, I don't know how I've been in customer service for this long. Um, just because it, it, it's terrible. <laughs> it really is. I have no control. Oh man. I, I can just remember when we first were working, working together and I was like, I, I can tell that she is not thrilled with what I just said. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I'm just going to. I'm going to go do something somewhere else real quick. <laughs> David's like, I'm just not going to tell her this right now and just, you know, or just tell me and run out. I'm of very uh, purposeful when I decide to communicate. <laughs> he, he, wait, he's just like, uh, he, he weighs his options. He's like, how is the best way to say this? Yeah. Without. <laughs> and so far I'm still here, man. Guys, so I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job at it. I would say. He's, he's really good. He is. He, he's a very fast learner. Um, and I, I have no complaints. It's been, it's a good, it's good. been a fun ride. It's been a ride. No, but I'll agree with that. I'm on you with that. Um, so you are clearly at a very, very lean body percentage. It's like, like we've already established, right? And I do know that the other day before we closed, I came walking in mm-hmm. with, uh, I forget what it was, like paella or something like that. And oh I'm telling gosh. you, everyone that's listening yeah. right now, I have never seen somebody like looks, have such a dirty look on their face and was looking at my food. <laughs> and by dirty, he means like, like a very, like she, I was like looking at her, I was like, what the hell? And then like, I saw that she was like eyeing my food. And I was like, holy smokes, this, I should just not be around here. What's your favorite food? I love food. Favorite food, anything sweet, um, pretty much is ice cream is my, is like one of my very, very favorites. Cheesecake. Uh, what else? Cookies, brownies, any of those sweet things. I'm all about. You showed me, uh, Several months ago, oh yes, the ultimate mm-hmm. food porn site. It's Elm Street Diner. I believe it's in Connecticut. I'm sorry, Elm Street Diner, if I'm messing that up. Um, but I'm like ready to road the, trip for their food. When they were showing stuff, that. it looked like a, a kid's art project. When it was like an ice cream sandwich or something. Oh my god. I told you they're sending out, um, so they're sending like Corona care kits and they're literally, they make homemade um, donuts there. So they're sending out these homemade donut kits, but like with all kinds of toppings, like guys, if you go look up Elm Street Diner um, and they put like, you know, donuts on top of ice cream on top oh my of God. waffles with all kinds of, it's insane. <laughs> and it looks so delicious. And I just want to what's the craziest all. dessert you've ever had? Crazy scissor. Oh my gosh. So down in Rehoboth in Delaware, um, they have a brewery called Dogfish Head. And they have a restaurant. And this restaurant had this cheesecake, and it was <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like dark chocolate brownie cheesecake, but it also had beer and um Oh my god! Bacon in it. It was 
so ridiculously amazing. I got it pretty much every night we were there. Like even if we went out to eat there one night and the other nights I would go there what, and take What it was the name of this this uh this, this specific cheesecake? Do you remember? I don't remember the name of it, but I know it had their dark stout beer in it. Um and bacon and it you was can chocolate. pretty much tell me anything has oh beer in it and i'm like Whoa, this sounds like an exquisite yeah. product yeah <laughs> it went yeah you would have it was it was insane it was really delicious that i like yeah. feel like i have to try that one of my mm-hmm. friends one time for i think it was one of my birthdays he actually got me this um mm-hmm. it, it, it was called like an ipa uh shampoo it wasn't like be, like obviously i wasn't putting like beer in my hair but it was like i was made but the scent yeah. of it actually had like kind of a sweet uh, yeah kind of a, a kind of a malty kind of smell to it and um most people were <laughs> oh. Um, oh, oh my gosh I so i'd wash my hair with this and i was like it smells kind of funny but at the same time like the beer side of me i was like yo i could drink shampoo that's what's up and I never did. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say, then, then, <laughs> it actually on the, oh uh, on the, 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 um, the label, it was like not for human consumption. They're like, do not drink this shampoo. Um, but it was like made of like oats is- or, or something like that. It was supposed to be good for your hair. I probably, yeah, is. it was super That's dope. Awesome. I got to hit it up. My, my boy, Alex, Alex sent it to me. I got to hit him up again. That stuff was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Oh. You mentioned oh uh, Delaware and Rehoboth. Yes. Your favorite spot, yes. huh? My favorite vacation spot. Yes, my favorite vacation spot. What? So exotic. <laughs> Del- the, the, the exotic right coast of Delaware. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Right? Why, um, why no. Rehoboth? Why is that your favorite spot? So my grandmother's very good friend has a house there. Um, it's about three blocks off the main the main strip there, and um, we've been going there for years and years and years and years. So it is just um, it has a lot of good memories. There's a lot, also a lot of good food, and it's just it's it's small town vibey, East Coast beach. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a, exotic at all, but it's kind of like awesome. low key. But you can have a little fun there if you want it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then the funny thing is my boyfriend now, his family lives there um pretty close by. So it's kind of neat. I love it there. As long as I can get to almost any any beach and there's like just cool people, I'm always down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And I mean, I feel like no offense to Ocean City here in Maryland. Um I, I grew up going there as well, but it is it's much more quaint. Um a little less <laughs> rowdy so you know because you know you know what a partier i am yeah i was so. just saying get a little nuts sometimes <laughs> um yeah. yeah you're uh obviously from mount airy and everything uh yes redskins or ravens i already know the answer to this yeah ravens so everyone else ravens. there i know that a lot of people throwing shade at us and everything but uh we found out Never. that this was this Don't working eat. relationship was going to work really well. We found out we were both Ravens fan. Yes, and you were saying yes. your favorite, wonderful. What's going to say favorite Ravens moment? When they the won their first Super Bowl. That's <laughs> yes. 
back in the day back in the day uh, but um yeah my dad was a big redskins fan when i was growing up but when the ravens came obviously he had a lot of love for them too and i just felt like it was really cool that we finally had a team back and um i remember really awesome uh, a really good that. friend of mine um has season tickets and um i've been very fortunate to be able to go to a couple of games and my absolute favorite moment every time you say is uh i mean obviously like when we won the super bowl it was you know super crazy and everything but my absolute favorite moment was the snowball it's the vikings oh my gosh yeah and it was crazy because the seats that we have are really really good they're really up up close um i mean we're like two seats away and stuff like that and when oh Flacco threw it, I remember we could see him, but as he threw it, the snow was so thick that I couldn't see the end zone and all. So, you know, we were so close and right down to the minute we saw him throw it and like our hearts just paused and like, I was happening. And then all of a sudden the whole stadium yeah. just erupted and like, I started screaming too. And I was like, I guess that means we got it. Right. Woo! that's one of my that's absolute so favorite funny. man that was such a dope moment that's there awesome. um <laughs> oh so do you like uh you like video games i love video games i i, I have a younger brother um so i grew up with my mom actually played video games when we were growing up um my oh, grandmother plays video games um, yeah, we my, she'll call my brother and be like, stuck here in, in Final Fantasy. And my brother would have to go get her out of whatever she was stuck in. in Final so most Fantasy, grandmas are trying to figure yeah. out how to turn the computer on and, you know, hand Facebook. Your mom's calling no. you guys to help you get through levels. <laughs> yeah, she got it. She'd be like, I'm stuck. Got to go get her. Got to go get my mom out of whatever she's in. Mario, whatever she's playing. She loves it all. So, yes. I I love video games. What about uh what about movies? What's your favorite movie? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like this answer. <laughs> um I know. My favorite I have two favorite movies, both of which are Brendan <laughs> Fraser movies, which is like who the he- why Brendan Fraser is so random it really is. Um the first one is The Mummy, um and then the second one is George of the Jungle, which is like the one of the probably most <laughs> terrible movies ever but um when it first came out my dad was very serious um and things that were like stupid funny he was just not into them but i remember he it was the summer and he took my brother and i to see george of the jungle in theaters and he loved it he thought it was so funny um and he was really into it. And then literally the next week, he took us again to see freaking George of the Jungle again. And it just like, it just reminds me of him so much when I watch it and I love it. And then The Mummy, I'm obsessed with anything Egyptian. And then for whatever reason, I just love Brendan Fraser. It was the perfect so storm. There's that. It was meant to be your favorite. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously The Mummy, the the, um, the Scorpion King, I mean, The Rock is- And it's terrible so, CGI. <laughs> come on. Yeah, it is really bad. I, I remember when that still, one came out. Yeah, I took a friend yeah, to go see that movie. That was, uh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember how good it was. Yeah. If you watch it now, it's really, really <laughs> oh, bad. Like, it's really I'll make sure. It really is. It, I'm really apologizing to everyone. But it <laughs> I'll make sure not to, to go check that out. Um, 
so we're we're kind yeah. of wrapping up everything here, but I I um yes. before we get off and before we close everything out here, remember I was saying that I was holding one question back that I was gonna make you guys think about on the spot and everything. Maybe easier. Oh, it may be kind of difficult and everything, but uh, I figured this could be a cool way to end it. So what is your legacy? At the, the end of it all, when you look back on your whole story and experience and everything, what do you want to be left? Uh, um, I want to leave behind I want to have taught people around me and specifically females that um you can do any freaking thing you want and the harder it is and the scarier it is the better it is and um just that You grow through what you go through and to trust your struggle. I just want to leave people feeling um, that they're stronger because I was around. I absolutely love that. That's like one of the most beautiful sentences or paragraphs ever ever spoken. (laughs) Yay! Oh, no, that's absolutely fantastic. Um... Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being open enough to share a lot of this stuff and everything. Um, yeah, thanks for, for being my first guest. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, so, and if you happen to come through and listen to this stuff and stay the whole thing, I really appreciate you for hanging out and whatnot. This is just trying to get people to, to know some of our um, community a little better here in Gaithersburg. Um, also hopefully that you can pick up some tidbits and, you know, apply them to your own lives and everything. So thank you guys for a hundred percent of everything. Thank you, Ashley. So with that being said, um, I hope everyone stays healthy, stays safe. Remember that you can do anything you put your mind through, like Ashley was saying, just mimicking what she said here. Um, (laughs) and stay tuned for the next episode we'll have somebody else coming in i'm working on a couple other people here and we will dive into all of their experiences as well so with that being said anything else ashley that is all (laughs) all right well you guys have a great rest of your day evening night or whatever it is and uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side peace